friends, I'm Molly B. And I'm Molly Reed. And we're friends who love to read and talk about it. Welcome to Book Club with Benefits, a judgment-free zone to talk about all things romance, smut, and reading, where the only rule is no No shame. shame. So grab your favorite book, a delicious cup of something, and come cozy up with us. Hi, uh, Molly Reed. Hi, Molly B. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I say I'm so good, but we have some apologies to make. Oh, we have an apology tour to go on, we, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We have been corrected on many fronts after <laughs> our last episode. We have been held accountable. <laughs> That's for sure. So, um, Consider this our notes app apology. <laughs> I would like to start. I was confronted yesterday by Dylan, <laughs> and I would like to issue a formal apology to Dylan, who does not, did not sign up for the little dad, dad <laughs> nickname scheme. It was not his idea. He does he, not like it. He would like <laughs> it to be clear that he has never once called himself dad, and dad. that was all Zoe and then he listened to the episode and he said i feel misrepresented i didn't call myself dad i was like i'm so sorry we will issue a formal apology (laughs) (laughs) yes and he told me about it last night as well and i was like okay time to apologize so public apology to dylan we're so sorry we love you (laughs) (laughs) we will never call you dad again but we will continue to call zoe little dad yes um and that's that Second housekeeping thing, mm-hmm. I said very confidently in the last episode that the Sarah J. Mass universes are not connected. I was reading <laughs> the first Crescent City book and I was like, you, I think you asked me if they were connected. I was like, no, absolutely uh-huh. not. They're totally different. And my friend Maggie texted me after she listened and she was like, heads up, you are going to need to correct yourself when you read the second Crescent City book. And I was like, what does that mean? And she won't tell me, but I think I think I'm wrong. I think they are somehow connected. So I'm so sorry that I was just <laughs> completely talking out my ass and did not know what I was saying. Thank you, Maggie. Thank <laughs> we you, appreciate Maggie. your service. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, we should not be allowed to speak on any <laughs> unread series. We're just having a silly, goofy time. <laughs> um. Okay, my final piece of housekeeping is that, like, immediately after the episode went up, Zoe texted us and said, <laughs> why didn't you just Google nodding? And then she sent me a screenshot with all of the information about nodding. <laughs> So basically, I'm going to read everyone the uh, definition from Urban Dictionary on nodding. <laughs> I am the Omegs bird now. Um, <laughs> I do actually think it's still Zoe. <laughs> yeah, it is still Zoe. Um, okay. When animals mate, specifically canines, the penis enlarges during climax and re- remains enlarged to the point where it is literally stuck inside... For as long as the mating process goes on. So, nodding is like, it's used as a kink in fanfics is what the Urban Dictionary (laughs) says. Um, But the idea is basically that 
something enlarges to a point that it cannot be removed until the mating process is over. And we've learned. The more you know. know? The more you know. (laughs) The more you know. This will make all of our Omegaverse make much more sense. Right. (laughs) So thank you, Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for Googling for us. Uh, All right. Well, now it's time to get to the good stuff. Yeah, that's everything. (laughs) Um, Now that that's out of the way, we have something super exciting today. So exciting. Very fun. We are not alone today. <laughs> We're not alone in the Zoom room. We're not alone on the pod. Someone else is here. <laughs> Hannah, how are you? Yay. Hello. Hi, Hannah. I'm so good. How are you? Good. Great. We're so um, excited you're here. So excited. Just a quick bio for Hannah for all of our listeners. Um, Hannah is a health educator who specializes in sexual health education for young people and sexual wellness education for those harmed by religious sex negative teaching and purity culture. Yay. Hi, Hannah. Yay, Hannah. Hi. Hannah did not list us in her bio, but she is also our friend. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I should have listed it on my bio. My apologies. <laughs> she, uh, an FOM, a friend of mine. <laughs> an FOM, That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Hannah, thanks so much for being here. We're so excited to have you. Uh, we would love if you would just kind of kick us off with telling us a little bit about your relationship to romance novels. Like, do you read them? How did you get into them? What do you like? Anything like that. Yeah. So y'all are the reason why I started reading romance novels. <gasps> I <laughs> I was not um, like high school I read a lot of fantasy novels and I was really into it and I would like stay up all night reading Mm -hmm. and um like went through different phases of that in college and then in grad school I like it took the love of reading out of me for a while because grad school was just so intense um but post-grad school I started like trying to get back into it. I went back home and I picked up some of the books I used to read um, and like read a new series, um, the V.E. Schwab books. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like a series where there's like three different worlds and it's really cool. Um, But then around the time you started your podcast, I started reading ACOTAR and it changed my life. It was so good. Um, and now I just want to continue. So I've stuck with fantasy for the most part. Um, but I'm still trying to find the balance of, of what types of romance novels I want. Mm. But yeah, it's a new journey. It's a new journey. It's so fun. It's a, it's, it can be a hard balance to strike. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'm a a mood reader, so I'm like all over the place with what kind of romance novels I like to read, Mm -hmm. but um welcome to the journey yes yeah so excited to have you yeah yeah the balance I'm finding like I've talked to you to y'all about this before is like I want there to be really hot smut obviously that's what we're there for part of the time but (laughs) I also want to really care about the characters Mm -hmm. and about what's happening Mm -hmm. um and I want the plot to be genuinely interesting so I'm not like annoyed with the plot and want to get to this one (laughs) like I need to care and that's um 
yeah a tricky tricky balance yeah not always the easiest no uh or (laughs) most uh common thing Mm -hmm. to have in a romance novel is enough information that you like genuinely care about the people (laughs) involved right right i feel like there's definitely trial and error especially when you're still like newer to romance like i remember Mm -hmm. going through that of like Ooh, i did not like that (laughs) like then you find things you do like and all that yeah and then you stumble into very hot hockey smut and you're like i'm here to stay i'm gonna stay here for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and then you wind up reading alien smut on a podcast (laughs) 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 yeah yeah well it's the trajectory for all of us right (laughs) It's a canon event. <laughs> the canon event. The Akatarda tentacles. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's so fun. Um, should we start with you, Hannah, of what you've been reading lately? Yeah, what are you reading right now? Sure. Um, so aside from this lovely book we're going to talk about today, I have, I kind of sped read three books because um, I was giving a presentation. So I read um, the Intuitive Eating book mm. and um, who I don't know the author off the top of my head. And then um, You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People by Aubrey Gordon. Oh, I've heard of that Strongly book. Strongly recommend. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. And then I skimmed, um, which I'll go back and read more um fearing the black body mm. um it's yeah uh the racial origins of fat phobia um because i was doing a presentation on purity culture and racism and fat phobia and nutrition it was kind of a hodgepodge of a presentation <laughs> but those were the the academic books i was i was reading more intensely but then right before this book i also read um the undertaking of heart and mercy i love that book <laughs> Yes, you recommended to me, and it was a warm, cozy hug. It was that book is a hug in a book. It's so cozy. It's so cute. Um, yeah, loved it. I have your copy of that book actually on my nightstand, and it is on my list of things to do. I think I'm gonna need a palate cleanser from the yeah for this week, personally. Yeah, so I'm excited. That is the perfect palate cleanser book in my opinion yeah <laughs> if you need a if you need a chick flick with the talking owl then yeah this book is for you. <laughs> i mean I, I didn't know that i needed that but i do think that i do <laughs> <laughs> now i know <laughs> now, now i know now i know um ma what are you reading right now um <laughs> reading? okay there's like really only one thing i want to talk about um and okay. i said this in the last episode that i was not so patiently waiting for my copy of Out on a Limb by Hannah Bonham Young to <gasps> yes. arrive. Yes. I read it and it is the most perfect book I've ever read. Like it's really just, Okay, I'm still very much in the like post book high of that book, but mm-hmm. it's so good. Like easy five stars. It if you just want like a sweet, tender love story it's it's just so good I like I don't even know how to talk about it I was laughing so much but also like bawled my eyes out while I read it I just like (laughs) it's very much like 
what I anticipated from a Hannah Bonham Young novel yeah. and like absolutely delivered. It just, uh, it's perfect. Like uh, this pod is a Hannah Bonham Young stan. Like absolutely. She, <laughs> she can do no wrong. Like <laughs> I, I will read anything that she writes. It Yeah. She just can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had a friend from college reach out to me after I posted about um, the Next to You episode, mm-hmm. and she said, I just finished reading Out on a Limb, and she was like, I was kicking my feet and giggling the yes. whole time, and I had this like out-of-body experience where I was like, am I actually messaging Molly right now, and <laughs> <laughs> not like, this person I know from college? Quite possibly. Because, right, because <laughs> I, I was like... N- there aren't that many people I know who say that they were kicking their feet when they're happy about a book that they're yeah. reading. And <laughs> it's like your tagline. So I was like, It wow. really is. I do say that a lot. Yeah. It's, but I it's it. true. It's like, right. Right. I can totally picture that. Yeah. We'll get some, we'll get some kicking our feet merch at some point. <laughs> Along with our so often in romance So often novels. in romance novels. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely loved <laughs> oh. it. 10 out of 10. All right. You've convinced me. Twist my arm. I'll read it. As if you needed convincing <laughs> to read a book by her. Right, right. Uh, Molly Reed, what have you been reading lately? <sighs> um, uh, nothing <laughs> is kind of my answer. Um, I have a like huge work event mm-hmm. on Monday, which is tomorrow which will be over by the time this episode comes out but um I've been like super stressed Mm -hmm. and like my mental load has been very high I've not had a lot of time to read although that said I will say I did realize that I had um the love hypothesis as an audiobook because one time I tried to buy the book and I accidentally bought the audiobook (laughs) because I'm really good at reading (laughs) (laughs) and so i did listen to that audiobook this week because i thought it would be soothing and it was nice so amazing that is my answer we love a comfort read (laughs) i've been reading the subtitles of this season of love island um (laughs) it's pretty otherwise that's pretty much it fantastic no reading for me this week um so much so that i finish the book we're talking about today like 15 minutes ago so i am a little <laughs> can, can we talk about that for a second <laughs> yeah. yeah when we were planning books for the pod we're oh, like yes let's do a mafia book and we're like scrolling through our e-readers and i think i saw this title and uh-huh. i was like what do we think of this one? Like, this sounds fun. And you were like, oh, I've definitely read that before. And it was really good. <laughs> Let's do that on the pod. And then I saw you yesterday and you were like, so fun fact, I have not read this book. <laughs> and I started it now. <laughs> it, yes, I had. OK, I was so pumped that we were reading a book I had already read so that I could just like skim Mm -hmm. refresh as a refresh maybe skip doing my homework and then yesterday um at around like 3 p.m i decide to download it again and just start skimming and i realized that i have never read this book (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like so quickly I was like wait a hot minute this is not what I remember <laughs> um I still haven't gotten to the bottom of that I, my guess is that I've read a book in this series and I just mm-hmm. assumed it was this one or like um, a lot of mafia books have very similar vibes <laughs> true, <laughs> true, true, like true something similar yeah. <laughs> true um and so yeah I had a a lot of homework to do in a very short amount of time but you got it done i got it done i'm so i feel a little like empty head no thoughts just like (laughs) have not had time to process so we'll see how i think that'll be interesting like to have a full spectrum Mm -hmm. of of like uh what it's like to have just finished the book and sit with it and versus like reading it a couple weeks ago And, like, having had time to process, to process it. I think it'll be good. Yeah, going to yeah, have yeah. some real-time processing on the Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. A little um, shooting from the hip, as our mafia <laughs> mafia friends probably say. <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, on that note, should we just get into it? I, I just, just dive feel in? like we're going to have a lot to say and we should start. Oof. Yeah. Let's get into it. so we're all just like deep sigh (laughs) deep sigh deep sigh um okay so uh let's do a synopsis shall we yeah Yeah. who mal do you i I can do it okay (laughs) Um, yeah i think i would get too too drill down too much into the the very specific details yeah we're left alone (laughs) yeah to do this why is this always so stressful to do the synopsis it is the hardest part of any episode <laughs> and we don't think about it until we're in the midst of doing it. right yeah <laughs> yeah anyway um, anyway okay okay so this book this is sinners anonymous we have not said that <laughs> i i genuinely thought you just said so this is a book <laughs> so this and is I a was book like, it is a book um yeah. no this book is sinners anonymous by psalm sketcher um but this book is sinners anonymous it is set in this small town where there's three like areas of the town that are each run by a different brother in this mafia family so you have devil's hollow devil's cove and devil's dip and they just kind of like <laughs> run everything in this town. And Sorry, the book. I just think Devil's Dip is such a stupid name. It's so dumb. <laughs> but so when the book opens, the brother who was in charge of Devil's Dip has just died. And his son, Angelo, is set that like he should be taking over the like mafia operation in that part of the town this sounds so bananas to say <laughs> yeah um it's he, only gonna get worse angelo should be set to take over because he's the oldest son but he is kind of like no i don't want to do that anymore and so he pieces out and goes to europe and uh <laughs> to goes be a good straight person. <laughs> um so now the book is taking place like several years after that. And we meet Rory who grew up in devil's dip and basically made a deal with what is his, I just blanked on his name. Alberto. Okay. 
all of the yeah, like that sounds right. their that names generation. are too similar. <laughs> it's like Alonzo, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, Alberto, Angelo, Alberto, like uh, yeah, yeah. I think Alberto is is the yeah. I think you're right. The man. Okay, yeah. so she makes a deal with Alberto, who runs Devil's Cove. Um, he is like a seventy year old man. Basically, mm-hmm. he was going to cut down the woods in Devil's Dip that her dad lives in um to make like a hotel or something and she was begging him not to do it and so they made this deal that she would marry him in exchange for him not cutting down this like preserve yeah so she's set to marry alberto uh i would like to repeat he is 70 years old and she is 21 i'm pretty sure right 21 yeah um i am into age gaps but that (laughs) too big (laughs) too big alberto's also just like (laughs) just the worst human like just vile 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 yeah yes despicable um but so all of that's happening and then angelo comes back to town um after like i don't know like nine years of being away so the family's really skeptical of like what's he doing here like what's his you know motive for coming back and he meets Rory through all of this and they just kind of like immediately have this like weird sexual tension between them um and feelings start to develop and it's like forbidden because she's engaged to his uncle and like a lot happens. Yeah. I feel like that's enough of a synopsis. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's <it>. so <laughs> something that was driving me up a wall when I was reading this book is like at every opportunity he would refer to Rory as his uncle's fiance. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, we no. Like, <laughs> we are aware. <laughs> you don't have to keep reminding us. We're reading the book. That is, you know? in fact, the plot of right. the book. Of, right. Right. You don't have to be like, and now my uncle's fiance is doing this. You can say her name. We'll know. Yeah. The... We know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are in on the situation. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're oh. very aware of what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> in this book. Um. This is a weird place to start also, but another thing that I want to say is um, I found the, like, purity culture subtext of her being a virgin and him, them waiting for their wedding night Uh, to be very weird. (laughs) Also, like, okay, there's in general a lot of, like, weird religious undertones. Yes. Throughout this whole mafia book, which just felt so out of pocket but yeah like the whole like she inherently has more value because she's a virgin right which like and he's like broadcasting that to people the uncle i should clarify yeah Yeah. like alfredo but (laughs) (laughs) that's not his name what's his name was that an accident (laughs) that was an accident (laughs) it's alberto Yeah, Alberto. Alberto. Yeah, he, yeah, is broadcasting the fact that Rory's a virgin as like something to be proud of. It felt like like a king, like an old timey, like bartering system, which like (laughs) I just don't think people in the mafia care. 
No, and it also weirdly came across like it was an achievement on his part. Yeah. Right. Of like, I scored a virgin yeah. type. Yeah, and I was like, that. this is uncomfy. He says that a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 He's like, I can't wait like, for look our at my wedding hot night. virgin fiance. Yeah. And I just, I did not understand why they, like, okay. I did. I can't stress this enough. I did not want a sex scene, if you, if we could even call it that, Mm-mm. between um, Alberto and Rory. I'm yeah. not. Mm-mm. I'm. I never want to read that in my whole life. No. But I also was like, why the fuck are we waiting until <laughs> marriage? Like that was. I just thought that that was weird. Um, it like just doesn't fit into the mafia vibes i don't know right like it was i just was like he's a like super villain character but he has this like one moral code that he's not willing to break i don't right. know i just didn't understand the and also like behind that. he had had like wasn't it like four or five wives before yeah it's just like i don't know it was a weird yeah it didn't it didn't feel like a a moral boundary of his it felt like this like um he gets to say it thing like a possessiveness oh, thing. Yeah. and so he wanted to wait until the wedding night because like he was able to get this 21 year old virgin um and like presumably none of his other wives were virgins before they were married so maybe he's like this is just a way Sabering. to get his rocks off yeah 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 oh yeah we can move on from that he skeeved me out so much just like (laughs) yeah i was like very upset during that when that one like chapter where he's super drunk that was scary Mm -hmm. yeah that was really scary that was horrible to read yeah yeah i was definitely afraid it was gonna go somewhere really dark i mean it was dark of course but as I was Even, reading, yeah. I got very nervous that we were going to get a full assault scene. It was an assault yeah. scene, but a full, like, rape scene. Yeah. 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 I was as well. I also, like, there were a few, like, quote-unquote secrets that, like, mm-hmm. come up at the beginning of the book. You know, like, these mm-hmm. mysterious situations that I felt were so easy to read through. And um, one of them was, like, her... And those, like, boys from that school who assaulted her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just have this sinking feeling that at some point we're going to get that scene, which I'm not interested in. Right. Um, oh, like you thought either. there was going to be a flashback? Yeah. Or, yeah. like, she would. I don't know. I don't know. I thought she was going to, like, run into them at some point. Yeah. 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 I... Yeah, I hated that Angelo, like, overheard people talking about, like, oh, she let the whole, like, this whole group run through her. And then he immediately believed them. And it's like, she's a whore. She's a whore. Like, he he thought of this girl as, like, this gold digging, but, like, naive. Like, it kind of felt like he thought she was dumb. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, innocent in a dumb way. Like, that's kind of like how he was treating her. And he was mm-hmm. enamored by her for some reason, and then and then he overhears like some schmucks at a at a bar talking about 
like some room like a, a whole group of men running through her and like anyone with a brain like that's clearly a rumor or something terrible right. happened like right. why would you immediately right. be like oh so she's a whore like right it was just I also, so strange he also like immediately frames them for like stealing from the family and gets yeah. them right kicked out and like potentially murdered we don't really know um but i was like <laughs> you believe them but you're mad about it gonna i don't know murder them also like it just yeah yeah, yeah. well he's mad that they like uh tore apart this vision tore. of her as like this yeah. innocent untouched mm-hmm. person rose yeah 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 i also just like in general hate the way women are talked oh, about in yeah. oh my god because like calling women like whores and gold diggers and sluts and like ev- it's literally on like every other page right. yeah. and just thrown around so casually yeah Whores that right. don't have the word uh, no in their vocabulary is a line from the book. Yes, it sure yeah. it sure is. And the only other woman that we like really encounter is Amelia. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she is like kind of she's I mean, she's kind of given this like virginal. I know she's not, but she's like given this like sweet innocent. little like innocent. Right. Yeah flower and like every like um oh my god what's the main character's name rory is like like brushes her off and is like so annoyed with her or the other woman i guess is like that evil minion of yeah um, she's like complicit and mm-hmm. who's complicit yeah in, yeah um who like helps dress rory yeah yeah but like there are no like the, the only hero of this book I think it's supposed to be Angelo. Yeah. And he is not a hero. And I'm not okay with that. <laughs> <No. laughs> when he it, stood up at dinner and shot and killed Max in front of everyone, I was like, oh, I'm going to hate what happens. Like, this yeah. girl, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> and the reason why is so yeah. fucked up. Like, he literally says he wishes he could say that it was because he saw that she was uncomfortable with his advances, but... In reality, he he decided he was going to kill Max when he thought that they were having an affair. Right. Like, yeah. And it wasn't like out of um, like protection for his uncle or whatever. It was like, I'm mad that someone is touching her, so I'm going to kill him. Right. And at the end, he's like, I have killed a lot of people for touching her. And he's so proud of that. And I'm like, that <laughs> sucks no yeah he kills all those people that attacked her yeah and he even asked because she winds up telling him that like she chose to have sex once before this whole thing with alberto happened Yeah, he's like stop telling me about it yeah and he's like give me the name and she's like he was a sweet boy that had nothing like he did nothing wrong and he's like if i find out who it is i'll kill him and it's like she is entitled to a past and yeah that has nothing to do with you like yes and not for nothing i am just personally of the opinion that murdering people doesn't really solve the problem (laughs) yeah no (laughs) okay can we talk about i feel like this is a nice segue his whole thing of like he 
left town when his parents died Mm -hmm. and again went straight but was still killing at least one person a month month in this weird game with his brother that's a hobby like Like, that is a part of your life (laughs) um like months happen you are killing so many people that is 12 people a year that is a lot (laughs) of people to murder talks about it as if like that's the release he needs that is to be good killer behavior all of like the rest of the time and i'm just like no 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 part of you is a good person (laughs) like uh okay i feel like in order to fully talk about this we do have to talk about sinners anonymous right (laughs) (laughs) take it away molly (laughs) so uh, sinners anonymous like the the christian undertones of this book were so upsetting to me Mm -hmm. um and like so okay the father the original like kingpin or whatever of devil's dip stupid it sounds like an ice cream so, yeah, it sounds like a spicy <laughs> ice cream flavor um <laughs> so he um when he dies spoiler alert angelo kills him but um whatever but when he dies he is like left them the church i guess he was like a deacon so that he could hear people's um, confessions, which I don't know yeah. a lot about. To have all their like secrets, yeah. right? To, basically, which doesn't actually feel like the structure of any actual church. But I mean, all of my information on confession is from the book Priest, so <laughs> <laughs> and that is not that's how all we need to know. That's <laughs> not how it usually <laughs> works. So I just don't know. But um, anyway, they like. After the their dad dies, they start this like call service. It's like an anonymous tip line where they people can call in and like confess their sins, and that's how they choose who to kill once a month. Is they Which, kill someone whose right. sin was? How many people are calling a service to admit to crimes, like without questioning where the phone call is going to? Like that. Like, that is an <laughs> undercover police ass shit if I've ever heard yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean? yeah. It's like, hey kids, where can I buy some drugs? Like, it's the most right. like, why would a <laughs> criminal? Because most of the people they're killing are like guilty of some pretty intense crimes. It sounds like. Like, mm-hmm. why would you? Like, I I guess the the concept that we're supposed to believe is like people want that release, um, but what like (laughs) right rory because we find out rory's been using this like religiously like she calls what was it like at least once a week or whatever right and confesses to every like little thing even like the smallest lie that she bad thing she did i could see like as a quirk of her like, I just, for for me to, like, believe that this phone service exists, like, so much would have to happen. Like, I, I could believe that, like, she feels the need to release these little confessions right. in this way. But for the vehicle for that to be this phone service that high-profile criminals are using for the same reason is yeah. right. a lot for me <laughs> to swallow. Also, like, she's so blown away to find out that like this voicemail service was set up 
for like ulterior motives. Yeah. Like she can't believe like of course that it someone was. is listening. Yeah, it was like the cliffhanger at the end of the chapter. She was like, What? Like yeah. <laughs> Right. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Literally the second Angelo showed up, I was like, I bet he's Sinners Anonymous. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. it's just like how why is this shocking to you? Yeah. The town is run <laughs> yeah. by the mafia. There's a weird service. Of course they want to know everyone's deep, dark secrets. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm struggling, too, to believe that enough people are calling in that every month they have, like, That's 12. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> 12 people to choose from. And then the fact that in order to choose the one brother is like rolling dice. The fact that his brother had dice on him at all times was <laughs> such a spooky. <laughs> I don't know what about that. It just gave me the heebie jeebies. I, I like, like it. <laughs> I think that works for the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some oh. flair to this that I like genuinely enjoyed. Like, if this were a cheesy mafia movie, like, I would have had a pretty mm-hmm. good time, I think. Like, yeah, hate to say it. I did. There was some stuff that I did enjoy. Oh, same. it was like, yeah. I didn't have a bad time reading yeah. this book. The I personally had a bad time, but I think that was because the pressure was mounting. This was an hour ago. To finish yeah. <laughs> because I was reading late into the night last night and then I set an alarm to wake up this morning so I could finish it sure. um, in time to have this conversation. Yeah. But. You know what I did have a bad time with? What? <laughs> the stupid bird curse Bird words. words. <laughs> the bird words. Oh, flamingo. The bird words are so dumb. So, t- uh, so, is so it, dumb. Is this to continue, like, Rory is just such a sweet, innocent creature that she doesn't curse? Yes. Is that why we're doing this? Yeah, to me, it goes back on, like, the weird religious undertones. It's so of, strange. Like, She's so pure. She's never said a bad word in her entire life. Like, right. please, for the love wow. of God, say a curse word. Like, I, I pulled up. He's just told her all about, spoiler alert, his mother being poisoned. And she says, <laughs> oh, my goose, Angelo. I'm so sorry. Can you imagine? If, oh I don't my care goose. who you are. If you have told someone that your mother was poisoned. <laughs> Like the most traumatic and thing to ever say, happen to you. Oh my! <laughs> oh my goose! I would sl- like. I am not a violent person, unlike Angelo, who is. Like the fact that he didn't kill her immediately. <laughs> like I, I no, I can't. There's also like at one point a spicy scene, <laughs> and I think she says like, "Oh swan!" Yeah. <laughs> like while uh, she's in the least, middle of at it. Least in her thoughts, I'm just like, yeah, no. I don't remember if she says a bird word out loud during sex, but she definitely thinks them. And again, it's so yeah. uncomfortable. Like we're already it having gets old so quickly. Raunchy sex, like say the word. <laughs> like just say it. It's it'll be fine. You're getting spanked um, with a belt in the in the middle of parking like a lot parking in lot a church, bent over a car. Say a word, <laughs> like. You can say fuck. I promise it'll be fine. It will be fine. Oh um, okay. I have two things to say. The first thing I want to say is going back to Angelo's mother being poisoned. Sorry. Angelo's mama mm-hmm. being poisoned. <laughs> um, Sorry. I shouldn't laugh at that. Mama. Mama. mama, mama. 
<laughs> I was killing me that he exclusively <laughs> referred to her as mama. And the only um, woman he'd ever get on his knees for. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> like I would like, I again would like to call in a scientific expert to tell me what the fuck happened because it sounds like a cup of coffee was dumped on her and that had a poison in it that was able to give her a heart attack. Yeah. Which, you know, that doesn't sound real. I I fully accepted (laughs) that. I'm going to say, I was like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) I feel like in mafia movies and stuff, like people were pouring acid on people. Like, Right. There's lots mm. of uh, surprise attacks like that. I I accepted it, but you're right. That does sound <laughs> curious. <laughs> I didn't question it while reading it, but it definitely sounds made up. I was like, <laughs> hold a second. It it got inside. It hit her body on the outside, but now it's it got inside and it gave her a heart attack. What? Uh, how? Yeah. I'm not a scientist, you know, but seems, <laughs> seems fake. I think that's false. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like the least of our words. Yeah, of the, the criticisms I have of this book, like sure, like <laughs> that's fine. Mama can die on yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, back to the bird words. It sure <laughs> made me furious that he called her magpie. Oh, <laughs> which I believe is a bird. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it a bird that's like? It's a bird that supposed like supposed to be attracted to shiny yeah, things yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, she says that's a myth in the book. Uh, that's and new information. Basically, to me. basically, him calling her magpie was a roundabout way of calling her a gold digger. Yeah. And oh, no. I just I thought was like, it was because like because remember he caught her stealing the necklace. And he like she steals like other little things. That's why he's calling her a magpie because she like is stealing little things and like collecting them. That's what I thought. That makes me feel better about it. I took it more as like because of her like him catching her stealing. It was still like you're just trying to get your way into this like wealthy family to like. Yeah, I didn't take it that way because like if she was just a gold digger, she wouldn't be stealing like a, a whole necklace like she'd be getting the fortune of marrying this guy so i think he called her magpie of like oh you're like weird and you're collecting things (laughs) i thought it was kind of a cute nickname in the midst of like all of this chaos the bird words yeah (laughs) of all the bird words of all the bird words yeah i mean Uh, way better than least upsetting better than (laughs) oh flamingo um (laughs) there were some that were truly ridiculous (laughs) yeah i do think that like and this might be TMI about me and my preferences. But I do think that the hottest scene in this book was when he pulled the pearl necklace out of her. Ooh. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I was like. that. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this going to be a good book? Like, like <laughs> I'm having fun. Like, this sounds good. <laughs> that was good. I also had fun with the whole, like, no touching rule. Mm-hmm for a decent part of this book of mm-hmm. like we're attracted to each other we want to do things but we can't like they had this rule that they couldn't touch and they got creative yeah and they sure did. did yeah they sure did i had fun reading yeah that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah can we talk yeah. about like consent and the spicy scenes or oh absolutely oh, okay. yes let us begin <laughs> <laughs> okay 
so it's complicated to talk about consent and this book because like are we talking about this fantasy that we're buying into or Mm -hmm. are we talking about like an expansive understanding of consent like that we would hope for us and our loved ones in our real life right Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah like it's it's complicated um right I mean I think that is like true of all romance novels right right. like or any book that we encounter is is where is the line yeah how much like separation from reality right yeah exactly like I think it's interesting like uh, you know plenty of people do have these fantasies in their sex life that are maybe they're role playing in this type of situation where someone doesn't really have a choice in what they can do or someone has a lot of power over another person and that is a safe dynamic to play out like in the bedroom um Mm -hmm. and the book to me is almost like a a representation of those like role plays you can do and it's like what's happening like what's the greater storyline here that would make this situation be happening so in that way it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. and like the uh between our two main characters I would argue like if we're treating it as like a role-playing fantasy I don't think that like a crime is being committed in their sex life and like some of the spicy scenes are like pretty fun and I think I think mm-hmm. him saying use your words as a way to get consent from her hot <laughs> like, hot hot that is hot a thing I always find Woo! hot if, use your words use, use your, your words. words that is yeah I I love that um but if we're talking about consent broadly like she, right she is in a situation where she like she is already sort of kidnapped by alberto i would say right like she can't really she's in captivity she's in captivity she can't leave this house she can't they took her phone she has like a burner phone um she has to be like escorted to visit her father and she has to like bribe whoever escorts her to like let her have extra time or let her do things that she wants to do like this woman is trapped and yes angelo Mm -hmm. is her only way to get out of this and right that is not a consensual relationship like you need to know that you have options you need to know you need to be thinking clearly you need to be choosing for yourself and in in that type of situation like this was her only way out like she didn't really have a choice if the choice is marrying like a murderous gross like 70 something year old versus like a murderous 30 something year old like that seems to who have, spanks you who, yeah that's like hot like that's <laughs> yeah. not really those aren't options a choice <laughs> yeah no so mm-hmm. like in that way like nothing that happens is consensual like even later when right when alberto is dead and they're together like and it's happily ever after like that's still she's in captivity again like a war is right. started she's in right. danger he is he is, and his brothers are her only way to stay safe like that is not a a free life relationship yeah. right yeah. and and we're supposed to feel good at that part of the book that right. he is like allows her to see her father for however long she wants mm-hmm. and that she's allowed to have friends um, over and yeah these crumbs were supposed to feel right. so good about them because yeah. it's such an improvement, but 
she still, as you said, is like in captivity. Right. And well, and it's it's like written in the end like it's different of like, well, now it's about her safety. Well, now it's like. Right. He's he loves her so much. He's trying to keep her safe. But like her conditions have not changed. Yeah, and it's still a like possession. she still can't go anywhere unattended. She still needs like permission to do anything she wants to do. And it's like, why? It, I don't know. It really bothered me. Yeah, and like, he's still she, coveting her totally like, vir- virginity in a way. Totally. You know, like he's furious that her, someone like, else pureness. Had, yeah, her pureness. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like there's no way that if she chose to break up with him and wanted to be with someone else that he would still protect her. Like, right. he doesn't love her. Right. Like, if you love someone, no. like, that would be something he would be willing to do, right? Like, if he legitimately right. was just trying, like, he cared about her, he loved her, he was just trying to save her from um, Alberto and, like, obviously wanted to be with her, like, there wouldn't be as much, like, possession. Like, she, he... Right, wanted Mm -hmm. her, but like again, like obsessed with her. Yeah, he's obsessed with her, and like honoring that this is a fantasy. Like some people have that fantasy, like to be coveted in that way, and to have like some like big Mm -hmm. protector that would like kill anyone that put you in harm's way. Like that is a popular trope. It is a fantasy that we can like slip into. So I think like honoring that that's what this book is. I don't think that the author like thinks that this is a healthy relationship. For real right, people. right, right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. This, yeah, this like is it, not meant to serve as like a guidebook for a relationship that no. we should be in. It is meant to like tackle that fantasy and right. to depict it, right, for sure. And yeah. in that regard, like I do think it accomplishes the job it sets out to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and anyway. I enjoy that. Like Rory seemed like again, like. Uh, take everything I just said into consideration. Like I do think she does not actually have options and she's like under captivity is in a really serious situation. But all that being said, like she seems really into Angelo and the spice that is happening. And the fact that they like the first kind of spicy scene they had, she like was pretty in control of what was happening um, Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. she was like in, somebody's like office and she just kind of got naked for him and was just masturbating Mm -hmm. like that's a pretty powerful position for her to be in in a strange way like very much on display for him and he was getting his rocks off for that but like she was in control of that like having been someone that's like stuck under this gross old man like for her to get to express herself that way like I thought was cool again with all those caveats she's yeah she's like in control of the her physical body of what's physically happening to her yeah um and like there is that line that you brought up earlier molly of like there's no touching so like there and and like i think there is some relief in that for us you know as like readers who are straddling the line of like the reality and the fantasy there's Mm -hmm. some relief in uh, in knowing that like he will not touch her in this mm-hmm. moment you know yeah like that she'll stay in control right all throughout it yeah i want to bring up the um her masturbating in the ocean yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> I, 
just logistically was confused. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I was concerned. Like, again, yeah, I feel like we're going to have another interesting conversation about consent when it comes to this scene. But, yeah, also, like, seawater right. in your... Seawater. Like, this doesn't seem... Right? Yeah, I don't love <laughs> just, like, the thought of that. I also, like, like treading water while... It's impressive. Masturbating <laughs> seems very difficult. It, it <laughs> is a feat. Like, that is a... F- she's accomplishing... That should go in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> yeah. It's very impressive, I think. Yeah. How are you doing both? I, I couldn't be me. Truly. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like, it's interesting to think about the consent in that moment, too, mm-hmm. because he is present and she is masturbating about him like to thoughts of him mm-hmm. and he he doesn't know that um mm-hmm. and he can't see it and i was i just thought that was like interesting like the consent there is interesting too right yeah i mean like it's like, obviously different because she wasn't like exposing herself um right. but like public masturbation like is pretty violent like when yeah. it's directed at someone yeah I didn't really consider that when I was reading which is interesting I think that's like something to reflect on like gender wise like our our conversation about like public Mm -hmm. masturbation is usually around people with penises and um like it being talked about as a form of assault which it is um Mm -hmm. so yeah I've thought about that a lot with like bringing it outside of this book like the um the trend of like vibrating underwear and stuff. Have you heard of these? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or like the like, um the okay. partner vibrators yeah. that you can like. So it'll be like a vibrator own. that oh, like yes. the, the person with the vulva will wear and usually a boyfriend will like walk around with them and like turn it on at random points, like out in public. Mm-hmm. And like I just I have complicated feelings about it because there are other people present that are now like a part of this like whether they know it or not like a part of this sexual experience that they did not consent to be a part of and that they Mm -hmm. might not even know is happening and like I just yeah I have a query about that um and yeah that's like is that the same Mm -hmm. thing like she's in the water staring at him he knows she's there and she's like actively masturbating like i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. i i know and like to think about it in the in the context too of of her being trapped you know like Mm -hmm. it the line becomes tricky because you're like i don't know like is she capable like yeah. is this assault is it not assault is she like taking her power back is she not you know like it just I felt very complicated feelings I guess when I was reading mm-hmm. that and yeah I, was like, I don't like it um yeah and that's what I appreciate about like being able to have a conversation like this is like something complicated about my job is I feel like people expect me to say that consent is a really hard line you know, yeah. like it's really black and white and um, it's really obvious to tell when something is or isn't consensual. And I disagree. Like there's some stuff that's obviously egregiously non-consensual. And then there's like it is tricky and we have to acknowledge that as as sexual people that like it can be complicated. 
Mm-hmm. And most times it is. And most times it I is. Find. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like my little spiel that I love to give is like, if we think of consent as strictly like not breaking the law, like that to me is flawed. Right. Like if we think of right. consent mm-hmm. as like a way to not rape someone. Right. Then we, that bar is so low. <laughs> And yeah, right. Right. Like, um, but if we think of consent as obviously not committing a crime and not harming someone in that way, but also like when people leave your metaphorical or literal bedroom, like how do you want them to feel? We can't guarantee that they had a million orgasms or the best sex of their life. But like when people leave, have a sexual experience with you, are they safe? Do they feel happy? Do they feel Mm -hmm. glad that that happened? Like we can't control people's emotions, but we can take measures to make sure like everyone involved is as safe and happy and joyful about the experience as possible. Which like thinking about the like partner vibrator, like the vibrating underwear that you just brought up. um, I think it's interesting to, and maybe interesting isn't the right word, but like to, to think about the other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and their inability to consent. But I also find that like that can sometimes eliminate the person who's wearing it, like their ability to consent. Like the point of it, yeah. I guess, is that they are not able to consent because it will happen on the whim of someone mm-hmm. else. Which is also tricky because we should have the autonomy to withdraw consent at any at time. At any time. Even, yeah. Even and if you're if hooked before, up to a device like that, that right, renders right. that impossible. Yeah. It's tricky. Right. I never mm-hmm. thought about it that it's, way either. Yeah. It's hard. It's all hard. Yeah. I do also think it's so interesting back on like this specific scene, like in the ocean. Hannah, you mentioned this of like, would we feel differently if the roles were reversed? Because I also reading it was kind of like, I don't know if I'm bothered by this or not. Mm-hmm. Kind of had complicated feelings, but leaning towards like, maybe I'm okay with this. But I think if the roles were reversed, I would feel a lot differently. And I think that's really interesting to reflect on of like, it needs to be equal in right. that, like in how we're looking yeah. at it. If the scene, right. If the scene were Angelo masturbating under the water while staring at her like would we feel differently about it mm-hmm. is, yeah is like an interesting because like question not not in the ocean but in the middle of barnes and noble that has happened to me and like it's yeah. really violating and scary mm-hmm. it's happened to me on a subway yeah mm. right and it's like horrifying yeah yeah i know and uh, i find like the the this is like kind of the crux of some of my struggles when it comes to like reading especially as like a survivor mm-hmm. of assault like thinking about w- what things i am like this is just a fantasy and i am mm-hmm. engaging in it and what things i am like actually i it's not good for my mental well-being to read this do you yeah. know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. like a I, I find it often is like very nebulous and not always straightforward in the way that consent's not always straightforward. Right. Like the things that tr- like trigger me or like 
like the things I can't find solace in the fantasy of, I guess. Right. And I, I love that on this podcast, you've acknowledged that like for some people with maybe the same types of traumas that, that you and I have, like reading really dark stuff is a healing thing. Um, yeah. That is just, that is very much a way for people to process it. And I totally, but we're not all the same. And like, for no. And yeah. And ultimately, I think books like this can be net positive for Mm -hmm. that reason. Mm -hmm. You know, like it. I am sure that this book has served someone in that way and healed someone in that way. It wasn't me, Mm -hmm. but that's fine. Totally. You know, other other things have served me. And yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Um, On a like less serious note about the spice. Mm -hmm. I do want to say that there was not enough of it. No. Yeah, it was kind of a slow burn. Which is not what I think I'm signing up for in a mafia book. Yeah, I'm new. Yeah. This is my first mafia book, so I didn't know what to expect. But I was like, come on. <laughs> do <laughs> Let's it. Give me get, something. Get after it already. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I just found the thing. It, it interesting how long they waited to have like I don't want to say sex because I think that they were having sex just in different ways. Oh yeah, with the Pen- spanking and that kind of thing. Sex, but yeah. but te- penetrative sex, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I just was surprised at how long that took. I was kind of expecting it after some of the spanking scenes. Yeah, um, yeah. It took us so long to get to a mouth kiss. Mm-hmm. So like- long to get to a mouth kiss. <laughs> I was like, get it together my gosh this book was bananas in some yeah. ways was a wild ride yeah. yeah um i don't know so <laughs> <laughs> what's happening <laughs> i i feel like the depiction of her dad's dementia was a little <laughs> odd in this book yeah Okay, I fully accepted it when I read it. Like I I just was like I've never heard of this, but maybe it's a thing. So I would like to say I did not accept it and I googled <laughs> it. <laughs> Cuz I I guess for context, she she describes her dad as having environmental dementia, right? Which means in certain environments his memory is like completely intact. But in other environments, he like it's fully gone, right? He has no long term memory at all, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is that like when he's in the woods, he remembers near their her. house. He remembers everything, but like even just going into their house, then he doesn't. Yeah. So like I said, I googled it, and now granted, like this was we're a not medical Google. professionals, could, <laughs> right? Like this could absolutely be wrong, but. I didn't find anything like there's obviously things of like environment can influence it. But to that extreme, I don't. Yeah. It, I didn't find anything to allude to, to that being it. real. Yeah, It was very much a plot device. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. t- to have her desperation to keep that area like from being built on like alive. Yeah. yeah. She. Yeah. yeah I've had a it grandparent. It could just be that she wanted right right it had to be something right yeah Yeah. or that like his home is there right right like the stakes had to be like really high right yeah yeah 
Yeah, I've had a grandparent with Alzheimer's and like environment does like shift things, but it's not like mm-hmm. and, and someone can like like their personality and uh, grasp on the situation can flip on a dime very suddenly and it can be very scary. Yes. So like the scene felt real yes. um, to me and like walking into a new room or into a strange building or something like can trigger that I have seen that so like that felt realistic to me now my grandma in the nursing home she was in like sometimes thought that she was kidnapped and that the nursing home was like run by like I don't know the mafia (laughs) um and like (laughs) that she was in danger and sometimes she thought it was her home so like it it, like yes Mm -hmm. the place like triggered a weird like a, a perception of reality each time but like it could change like it wasn't as stagnant as black and white in the woods i know who i am and i'm fully lucid in the house i have no idea what's going on like i i don't know if that's a thing i feel like that like if it would have been more still more varied of kind of like he does better in the woods Mm -hmm. but like there's still good days and bad days and like that feels more more of an accurate depiction to me than just like he has to stay in the woods or he won't remember right anything like right. I don't I don't know right I've also had um grandparents who have had dementia and Alzheimer's and like my experience is very similar to your Santa with mm-hmm. them and I also felt like that scene where he immediately switched was so mm-hmm. visceral like yeah. I but I was just like, I don't know. I felt a little frustrated by this idea that like it, in the woods he is perfect and there's nothing wrong. And mm-hmm. as soon as he like gets to the house, he doesn't remember anything. Cause yeah. I was like, it, 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 and maybe that it happens for people, but in my experience, there's so much more nuance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Dementia is like such a heartbreaking thing to watch someone go through. And like part yeah. of it is that like, they're rarely ever themselves right yeah Mm -hmm. right you lose them long before they leave yeah (sighs) anyway where are we (laughs) what what else to talk about um another thought that i was having while i was reading this book so hannah i know you've 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 said that you don't read a lot of mafia books and this is your first one um right but in my experience in reading mafia books i feel like they're so explicit about like where they draw the line of like the moral, the morals Mm. of like the work that they do. And it's always like, we do a bunch of bad stuff. We kill a bunch of people in our basement, but you know what we don't do is human trafficking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And I just find that to be such a funny thing that they're, they get so specific about in like, what's your moral high ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll carve somebody up in our basement, but this is where we draw the line. And we want you to. I only that. kill someone once a month. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because they're a person who deserves it, you know? Um, right. Yeah. According to us. <laughs> according to We're our allowed to literally kingpin. blow this person up. Because. <laughs> 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 oh my God. did something wrong that plot point was so sickening 
it made yeah. me never want to read a book from Gabe's point of view. <laughs> yes. And I think that's a thing that happens in this series. I think what I'm is like, coming, no, yeah. Yeah. I don't I... want to be in that man's head. <laughs> I'm good. I'll pass. <laughs> Quite literally hunting a human for sport. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. I'm good. Like far away from this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh. No, thank you. All right. Now I have the run fast for your mother. Fast for your mother. <laughs> Stuck in my head. And then I was like, I shouldn't sing it. But then I thought, Molly, that would make this the first time I hadn't sang. <laughs> I'm just imagining that as a soundtrack, soundtrack. to like the, mo- the yeah the movie of this book, <laughs> the movie and that's book. awful. <laughs> just a, like a poor human man sprinting. Yeah, oh. I think I changed my mind, and I like that scene now. <laughs> <laughs> Very Hunger Gamesy. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, is it time to rate? I think it's time to rate. I think it is. <laughs> Hannah, would you like to do the honors first? How are you rating this book? It's so tricky. I feel like this is the case with a lot of the books you read, but it's like, did I enjoy myself? Yes. Like mm-hmm. I had a good time reading it. Like, do I think the book was a great book and would I recommend it to a friend? Like, Probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say. It's a nebulous position to, to be in. Yeah. Unless they say that they're into this kind of stuff. Then I'd be like, whew, I got the book for you. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say like two and a half stars. Right in the right? middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. What do you? What about you, Molly B? I felt pretty similarly. I think I'd give this like a three stars because like I had a fine time while I read it but I also like wouldn't really recommend it and also hopefully we'll never think about it again (laughs) that's that's the goal I will think about it again (laughs) what about you Molly Reed yeah I am also having a hard time you know it goes back to our conversation about like the fantasy versus the reality Mm -hmm. and um I think I'm going to I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to say 2.75. <laughs> okay. Amazing. That works. Yep. I love that. It's a, a <laughs> new level that we've unlocked here on the We're <laughs> a nice like spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> a spe- yeah. spectrum. Anywhere from 2.5 to 3 stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official right. stance of the pod. Yes. Uh should we move into the spicy rating? Yes. So Hannah, we have two different spicy rating scales. Oh, yes. I'm familiar. Yes. Quantity and quality, <laughs> quantity correct? Quantity and quality. Yes. 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 I would say quantity, there definitely should could be more. Yes. Should oh, yeah. could is what I said. Quantity, I was disappointed. <laughs> quantity, yeah. I think I'm, I, I would give it a two. Yeah. Yeah. And that I was, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The hottest scene was the the necklace. Yeah, which like arguably wasn't a spicy scene. <laughs> it had no business being that hot, but it was so <laughs> yeah. hot. Yeah, I was like, do I need to purchase a pearl necklace? <laughs> right, <laughs> and it was early in the book too, so it was like, ooh, okay, and then it nothing ever like that mm-hmm. happened again. <laughs> I know. Quality, I was also not like that. In Oh, 
like i don't know like it was good but i wasn't like oh my gosh this is life-changing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i don't know maybe like a three yeah as someone who hasn't read a ton like i thought it was fun but Mm -hmm. i i think y'all have read like a lot better (laughs) spice than i have so i was like i was i'm having a good time but (laughs) yeah like i think it's just like compared to other things Mm -hmm. i've read this it was fine it wasn't bad spice it wasn't like cringy it just was also like all right right and i mean the thing about the quality scale too is it's so subjective you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it is different for all of us so like we could all end up i mean there are people who have read way more smut and smutty stuff than me too that would be like Mm -hmm. that book come on yeah Um, can i spoil a scene from one of the other books please do because i spoiled it for myself (laughs) (laughs) so because i yeah i mentioned i had found the author on tiktok and it was just like uh yes like scenes and nods to the other Mm -hmm. books i guess in another book the main female lead is a dancer like an exotic dance or she used to be and so i think it's rafe who the brother who Mm -hmm. is the main character in this one and he's like show me they're in his car from what i can understand and she says, like, that will cost you. And then he shoves her his credit card into her mouth. Okay. And, that's and, like, the book that I read. And said <laughs> and told her the pin number. That is the book that I thought this one was. Oh, Mystery solved. Mystery solved. I'm like, I've re- read that scene. Also, that sounds way hotter than what we just read. So maybe I will check that book out. Yeah. Wow. I was. Yeah, I saw that on TikTok with just like like stills of just like hot legs in cars. And I was like, mm, cool. I'm interested. We have some follow up homework to do. Those like little TikToks with like the grab of one spicy scene have made me download so many every fucking time like i literally don't need to know anything else (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm so glad i chose to tell that i am we can figure out which book you read so happy i was like i knew i read one of these books um that's so funny wow wait molly did you give your quality rating? I didn't. Um, I uh, we got distracted by more important topics. Um, I th- <laughs> I think for quality, I'd also give this one uh like two point five. Personally, mm-hmm. it's not like my favorite brand of smut. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I got, on. and that's that on that. <laughs> Someone will have to do some real math. Um, to tell us what our average scores right. here are. But <laughs> somewhere in the middle. All right, Molly, you are in charge of this segment. <laughs> I can't be trusted with it. Uh, <laughs> so it's time for the leading man segment. <laughs> um, this is our quest on the pod for the ultimate book boyfriend. So we have five tiers. Starting at the bottom, we have absolutely not. Then we have here for a good time, not a long time. I guess I'd introduce him to my parents. 
silver medalist, and then at the very top, we have gold standard. So, where does Angelo fall <laughs> for you two? What if I said gold standard? <laughs> I'd honestly That be is like, your right. I'd be like, bless. <laughs> every, every love. Yeah, I'm going to go with absolutely not for the murderer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, You know, I think for me, it's it's not necessarily just the murdering that gets him in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. It's it's the the murdering while being, quote unquote, a good person. <laughs> yeah. That it's really the trying right. to insist he's like a good person. Yeah. The whole book. Right. Because yeah. we love a protagonist that murders and is like, I'm a bad person. That's sure. fine. Oh, yeah, like you can just be a villain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, least, that's hot. Right. At least they're being honest. You know, <laughs> we can give them that. Um, I think that that brings our absolutely not category up to Shrek, <laughs> Angelo, and and Jake for you for me. Which that's a wild combination. <laughs> that's really upsetting. Get them actually. all in a room. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is totally a side note. People in my life, hi, if you're listening, I love you, but people <laughs> in my life will not stop sending me Shrek content. Same! <laughs> it is driving me bonkers. <laughs> it's all they send me is Shrek content. That, like, one TikTok of animated Shrek having a hot shower <laughs> in the what? is, like will not stop being sent to me molly do you remember when i um one christmas themed party i it was a white elephant gift so it was not my intention to gift you shrek uh to and from <laughs> I stickers forgot about that oh but yeah. that was i think prior to the filming of the of the get in the swamp episode it, it was and those uh sit on a very special shelf in my house and i'm so glad for special uh, <laughs> occasions <sighs> um molly i feel like this is the time to bring up the fact that we discovered there is a sequel to get in my soul <laughs> oh my god oh my god yes called stay in my soul <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for the listeners that I just spit in their ears. Stay in my swamp. Stay stay in my swamp. (laughs) Oh, we got to read it. I I have zero interest in reading it. On the one year anniversary of the Get in My Swamp episode, we should read Stay in My Swamp. You have to. There we go. There we go. That's what we'll do. (laughs) We'll do it so you don't have to. Ugh. All right, well, um, it's time for anatomy class. Um, anatomy class is the segment where um, Molly or I or our guest um, <laughs> shares one of their favorite or least favorite euphemisms for a body part that they've encountered in their travels. Today, we have the absolute honor of the first non-Molly to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is maybe what we should call our guests, Molly. Non Molly's. Non Molly's. I love that. Our first non Molly to uh, contribute to anatomy class. So, Hannah, without further ado, take us away. Well, first of all, I am honored. Um, second, this isn't a body part as much as it is a bodily fluid. 
Hell yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, and it is from this very book, <gasps> Sinners Anonymous. Love it. <laughs> uh, hot, salty ropes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> No! Why salty? No! Can I can I read it in a sentence, please? Yes. 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 Okay. Hot salty ropes fill my mouth, which to my shame I greedily swallow. No. 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 See, ropes I, will always be a no for me. And when they're hot and yes. salty. The salty is the only thing, like TMI. The salty is the only thing I understand. Uh, why are they hot? Why are why why <laughs> why are like, they ropes? I get salty, but like I still hate it. In a sense, right? We like, don't need to like, talk about like, it. We know it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to give us that descriptor. It is not the only time like. Salty, I think, is allowed to be used in a smutty scene is if, like, someone is sweaty. You know what I mean? Or, like, was sure. back from the gym. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't want to be... No. No. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. And hot and Okay, salty. can... This is hot making me salty. think of a story. Can I tell it? Yes. <laughs> Please, Please do. <laughs> okay, so my father went to a Christian university in a pretty conservative area. And he told the story, I guess he was in like a biology class and the professor was talking about in like a big lecture class. The professor was talking about how there's like um, like glucose in semen or something. I'm not sure. And a student, a female student without even thinking was like, well, wait, why is it salty? And <laughs> the entire class of this conservative christian college just spins their head to look at her and she had to leave she ran out of the class oh no, oh, no. isn't that terrible oh no <laughs> that's that awful so sad. <laughs> it's very sad she was just genuine genuine it's just a question yeah. so it is like a curious thing but yeah hot ropes hot hot <laughs> hot ropes oh <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's never the word choice I would use. <laughs> no. no. It doesn't accurately describe the experience, I think. And then for no, the rest of the sentence is also hard to swallow. Like, greedily swallowing. Yeah. Filled no. my mouth. I don't know why filled my mouth has given me the heebie-jeebies, but. Well, why it, are ropes filling a mouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, thank you for that excellent contribution. Excellent. You're so welcome. <laughs> I love it. I, as I was reading, I frantically like left an annotation that just said anatomy class <laughs> <laughs> under that line. God, it's sometimes so like a few weeks ago, Molly um, brought to anatomy class a sentence from a book that we had both read, and I was like, "How yeah. did I miss that sentence?" <laughs> and that's how I'm feeling about this. I'm like, "How did I miss?" That? Yeah. That sentence didn't even just right so over my head when we read. Mm -hmm. Nasty. All right, man. Hannah, thanks so much for joining us. This has been so fun. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yay. 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 What a, su <laughs> what a success story. <laughs> Truly. Truly. 
Molly, what are we reading next? I don't even remember. I am so excited for what we're reading next. Uh, we will be reading Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. Yay. I'm excited. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It'll be great. Um, okay, friends, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok and Storygraph and wherever you get your pods. I did good that time. I feel good. <laughs> you did. You did, <laughs> you did so really good. good. Thank you. Um, and on that note, happy reading. Don't forget to read whatever the hell you want. Be shameless. We love it. Bye. 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 Yay.